Welcome to the Allegory of Spots podcast series. Thanks for joining. In each episode, we introduce a new spot. We talk about how spots hinder our progression mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, and how to overcome any spot that may be holding you back. As you begin to move and apply the things you learn, you'll start to see weaknesses become strengths, and you'll begin to see and feel greater light come into your lives. Hi, I am Holly. Are you ready for the next spot? This spot is adultery. Kind of a big, hard subject. But it can be as simple as a children's song. There's a song by Melanie Hoffman and Roger Hoffman called, What Do You Think About? And the chorus goes like this. What do you think when there's nothing to think about? What do you do when there's nothing to do? Because what you choose, when you choose what you think about, is what's really you. This means in the account and the ability, you get to choose what you think about. You get to choose where your mind wanders and where it goes. What if you have a thought that's kind of a lustful thought? What do you do with that thought? Do you act upon it? You know, you have a choice. You can act upon it or you can throw it out. You don't have to accept every thought that comes your way. You can choose to cast it out. Every action is preceded by a thought. So you see how this simple children's verse teaches the principle of watching your thoughts. Don't be acted upon because if you are, and if you do, mercy is not yours to claim. Judgment cancels out mercy, and mercy cancels out judgment. Jesus Christ, the only judge, takes us into his arms that are full of grace through his atoning sacrifice. You have a choice. Don't go there. But if you have, you can repent. Know that even after you have chosen to make a bad choice, you can repent. The accountability lessons taught us the impact of each word we say. The addiction lessons explain that a spot or a sin, when we accept that, is how we have allowed ourselves to be acted upon. Check yourself constantly in your conversations. And when you explain your feelings about, even about your spouse to others, whatever you were saying about your spouse affects their spirit. And if it's unkind, in a way you're killing their spirit. Words hurt and words judge and do a great deal of damage to a marriage relationship. You know, I remember when I was just a little girl, I was probably seven or eight years old, and I was walking with my father down a busy street one Saturday morning. We were running errands, and I remember my hand was tucked in my dad's hand. And as we walked along the sidewalk, it was just fun to be out with him, just my dad and me. Those times didn't happen very often, so it was fun for me to be with just him. I was asking him questions, and he would give me answers as we went along. I noticed, as I looked down the sidewalk coming at us in the opposite direction, that there was a very beautiful woman dressed Whoa, to the hilt, very provocatively. 
I wondered what my dad would do. Would he notice her? I kind of was watching to see what would happen. You couldn't miss this gal. She was stunning. Long before we actually passed her, my father actually turned his head away from her and looked off to the side as if she wasn't even there. Oh, my young heart was relieved, and I was proud of my father for turning away. I felt sure that he was true to my mother and to our family. The memory of this little situation, this little event, has been tucked away in my mind for many years, but I can still see in my mind's eye that beautiful day when my father proved true to my mother. There's a scripture in 3 Nephi that teaches about adultery, and it says this in verse 12, Behold, it is written by them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery already in his heart. Behold, I give unto you a commandment that ye suffer none of these things to enter in your heart. Keep your thoughts pure. You don't have to bring into your body the lust that Satan is trying to put before you and to spot you with. Get rid of it. Cast it off and realize that Jesus Christ has already suffered and died for your sins. The only way you can become spotted and stained is if you lust after and accept the temptations put in front of you. You know, we're taught that you can't serve two masters. You either choose to follow Jesus Christ and his teachings of goodness, or you follow Satan and his evil and darkness. You get to choose how you are going to act, be acted upon, but no, you are stronger than Satan. Resist him and you become stronger. And one other thought that I've had about this adultery thing, there's a woman who deals uh, on the radio with, with relationships, moral issues. And when it comes to marriage, she always said, pick the person you marry wisely. And then afterwards, always treat kindly. Can you see through the facade of adultery? When you commit adultery, you are breaking your vows and covenants to your spouse. You are also offending God because you're breaking vows and covenants. Because when you don't follow and choose God, you are choosing another way. You are choosing opposition. So if you've made this your pattern of behavior, it's time to stop it and repent and become unspotted. Move forward in your life without this behavior that holds you back in so many ways. At the end of each episode, you'll hear us repeat the steps on how to remove your spots. It's simple. There are four steps in the process. Number one. Start by making a comprehensive list of all the things in your life that you need to get rid of, or repent of, or even be healed from. You'll know when your list is complete, when you feel you've included all the items that come to mind. Number two, take an inventory of what you're feeding your spirit. Because what you feed your spirit is what feeds your flesh. Your body will follow your spirit. Number three, now that you've identified the spots, let's get rid of them or cast them off. And here's how you do that. Present your list to God through prayer. Ask Him for help. 
Ask him to remove your spots, to literally take them from you. Ask God to remove and offload all your burdens, your stresses, and your concerns. Stop trying to carry them alone. They weren't meant for you to carry. And number four, once you've finished steps one through three, it's time to start the process again. Only this time, dig a little deeper into your soul, searching out even the smallest of spots you might have overlooked or not even recognized. Ask God to reveal them. He has a way of bringing them to the surface. And finally, continue these steps until you've completely cleansed yourselves of any and all spots. Then move forward day by day using the atonement of Jesus Christ to keep yourself unspotted.